This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Welcome to episode 49 of Spin Control, Down to the Wire. This, of course, is your host, Shiloh. In this week's episode, I am tying up some loose ends. I've got some knitting, some spinning, uh, like no sewing at all. And I am finally going to tell you all about that darn list. But, of course, to get things started, let's kick this off with some updates. So, the first update, I have not heard back from Kathleen G., our donation incentive drawing winner from the last two months. I sent, Kathleen, if you are listening to this episode, I sent you a couple emails and I got no response. So I'd really love to hear from you and get your address so I can get that book sent out to you. In addition, we have a little update on the list. Here's the update. I'm not on the list anymore, and that's because my new toy has arrived. But I'm not going to tell you about that until the all-spun-up segment of this podcast. I know, I'm so cruel, aren't I? But it's definitely going to be well worth the wait. And that's all I've got for updates. I want to apologize out of the gates because this episode may be a little different because I really, really, really am down to the wire. I have to have everything packed and ready to go tomorrow because I hop on a plane first thing Sunday morning and fly off to training in New Jersey. So I'm going to spend about two weeks in training in New Jersey, and then I will head off to my deployment location. And I will let you know how that progresses. And hopefully I'll be able to record at least one episode from training. So we'll have to see how that goes. I'm not making any promises, but I hope that after this episode you'll hear from me soon. Well, I guess it's time to get this podcast started. This week in Spin a Tale, I have the cutest little story about the craziest things that nine-year-olds say. So, this is short and sweet, guys. Sorry that I don't have more. But this, I swear to God, I cracked up laughing. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard. So, part of the ways that we are dealing with the fact that I'm departing is we are talking about and planning the things that we are going to do when I come back on my, my mid-tour little vacation And when I return for good. And, itty-bitty, the nine-year-old wants to go on a cruise so bad, it's not even funny. She can taste it. That's how bad. But when she first proposed it, she said, Mom, can we please go on a cruise when you get back? I know they cost a lot of money, but I'll pitch in. I've got $100. And, oh, that just really gets you. That is so hilarious and so cute and so wonderful that this... Little kid would offer to pay for part of her cruise so that we can go as a family and spend that time together. She's such a doll and such a sweetheart. Well, it's kind of funny because she is kind of very tight with her money. She has probably three times the amount of money in her, like, personal spending cash than her sister does. And her sister's been saving for, what, four more years? It's pretty funny. But that's all I got this week in Spin a Tale. And now it's on to spinning my wheels. I'd like to start out by saying that I must have been absolutely delusional when I made a list of all the things I wanted to make before I left. Because getting them done, yeah, 
turned out to be an impossibility. So I slowly but surely had to reprioritize my list and start knocking things off the bottom so I could actually get things finished. So I turned my attention to getting things done for the girls. And that was their two sweaters. Sweater A, the lion neck cardigan, is finished. And Bird absolutely loves it. So I never did find like a solid colored similar yarn like I had anticipated to make the neck. It actually, like I did, I had just enough yarn to finish the body of the sweater, do the sleeves, and I had like a little bit of swatch left that I was able to take to the store with me so I could match the colors. And I ended up knitting, getting this like, oh God, it's so awful. It is like a faux fur kind of, oh God, what do they even call them? You know what I'm talking about. It's a fuzzy novelty yarn and it's shimmery, purpley, burgundy e color. And it just happens to go with the sweater perfectly or I wouldn't have gotten it. Thankfully, the recipient of this item is a 13-year-old girl. She absolutely loves it. So that was done and given to her, and she's worn it a couple times and is very, very pleased with it. So as soon as I got that done, I was able to start really diving into the Shalom for Itty Bitty. And Itty Bitty picked, I think I told you, an acrylic, red heart acrylic yarn with sparkles in it. I think it's called like Shimmer or something. And it's blue. And she totally digs that. I got the collar completely done. One of the girls at Knit Night had told me that doing twisted rib is a complete pain in the, in the butt. And she was 100% right. And now that I got that done, I'm kind of sailing through the body of it. Except now, Itty Bitty decided that she wants some short little sleeves added. She wants the sleeves to be just a little bit longer than they currently are. So I'm not sure if I'll have time to get that done before I depart for training. But I should have no problems finishing it before I depart to go to my deployed location. So fingers crossed, I either get it done tomorrow, which is not likely, by the way, or I will send it back to her via mail in time for her actual birthday, which is June 13th. Well, it should be here by June 1st, so that's the plan. Anyway, so like there are a ton of things on my list of stuff to do that just aren't going to get done before I depart. So now, finishing my daybreak has become travel knitting. I've got two pairs of socks that are on the needles that are now travel knitting. Um, I had to stop spinning on the llama and the Blue Moon Fiber Arts because that just was not happening. The only thing I've been doing, really, besides knitting on those girls' cardigans, is cutting squares for the quilt because I fell behind. I do that, you know, like I get into it, I see how easy it is, and then I slow down my pace. I probably could have had all this stuff cut like a week ago. And I have a handful of friends who have contributed some some squares of their own, which is totally awesome. It's going to be really nice to just, you know, add in a handful of squares here and there from people that I consider to be special to me. So that's been really cool. So right now I'm actually cutting squares. Isn't that funny? So I'm cutting squares as I record this, and then knitting on the cardigan. That's really all I've got going on in the crafting. And I have to pack everything up that I'm hoping to take with me and ship it off tomorrow in the mail so that it will be there waiting for me when I get to my deployed location. So cool. And that really, truly, honestly, is all I've got going on in spinning my wheels. 
This week, I am all spun up about my new spinning wheel. Yes, I was on a list to get a new spinning wheel. And let me tell you the roundabout way that it happened that I ended up, one, on the list, and two, like absolutely 100% falling in love with this wheel. I would say that 95% of you have never heard of it. Maybe as high as 98. So let me tell you. So it was January, and I was on Ravelry, and I was looking at my friend activity. And one of the listeners, whose name is Linda, posted a photo of the spinning wheel that her brother got her for Christmas. And I saw the little thumbnail photo of it and went, ooh, what is that? Pretty. So I contacted Linda and got all the details from her. And as it turns out, this spinning wheel is a handmade spinning wheel that is produced in California by a guy named Ben. This is the Sequoia by Benjoni Enterprises, or Incorporated by Benjoni. So I got a hold of Ben and asked if there was any way I could do a review of the wheel. You know, is there like a demo wheel roaming around anywhere that I could try? Would he want to think about shipping me one so that I could do a review on the podcast? And he's like, nope, we are a small, small organization and I produce every one of these by hand and I turn out about three to four a month, but no guarantees. And all the advertising that he's ever done or demo has really been word of mouth. And it's exactly the way that I found out about the wheel. One of my friends on Ravelry got one for Christmas, and I saw a picture of it. Awesome, right? So I said, well, he better sign me up for that list because I've got to get my hands on this gorgeous little wheel. Again, the name of the wheel is the Sequoia. And I could go into all of the details about the wheel, but I'm not going to. I mean, I'll tell you the basics. It's all handmade, one, by Ben himself. And it is, like, I'm not going to go into, like, exact specifications on height and things like that. That's not important to me. You can get all those details over on their website. What's important, it's got scotch tension. It's double treadle wheel. It's got an onboard lazy Kate. And that is on the back post that holds the wheel. And it's really just brilliant. You'll have to look at it and see what he's done to to add the lazy Kate. And it's a tension lazy Kate at that. But what really, really got me, really, really got me, I fell in love with that wheel at first sight. It's beautiful. He incorporates redwood into it. I have to look at exact details and figure out where he uses the redwood and where he doesn't. It's awesome. It's a beautiful wheel. And I just had to have it. I could not help myself. I was overcome. So I figured I would, like, save my pretty pennies so I could buy this beautiful, wonderful wheel. And then I checked out their website. And this wheel is one of the most affordable wheels on the market. And for all that it offers, I was shocked. Oh, and it's probably important that I add that Ben and Joan, his wife, did not solicit me at all. I did not receive any discounts on my wheel. I did not receive any incentive whatsoever. I am just a regular customer of theirs who happens to have a podcast. I actually warned them that I was going to talk about it on the podcast. I wasn't sure if, you know, being such a small operation, if they could handle the traffic that me talking about it might generate. 
I have added just by casual conversation, like six people to their waiting list. One of them is my mother. Hi mom, love you. And I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that I didn't receive any favors, discounts, or anything to talk about this. I love it. She's beautiful. I was able to spin about two ounces of fiber on her before I had to package her up and put her away until I get back. But, oh, it was, I had to assemble the wheel myself. It took about a half an hour and like everything was included so that you could do it yourself, including a video that goes step by step. It was totally awesome. The wheel is gorgeous. It spins like a dream. And I am so happy that I got the chance to play with her even if it was just for a few days before I depart. It's awesome. Again, that's the Sequoia Spinning Wheel by Benjoni. And their website, so you can go over there and check it out, is sequoiaspinningwheel.com. And I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes. In addition, if you search Sequoia Spinning on YouTube, there's an intro video and a couple of how-to videos and all that stuff right there on YouTube, and it's pretty cool. And you can see Ben, he's the one who narrates their videos. It's pretty cute. It's awesome. I love my wheel. Initially, I wanted to call her Red, but I don't think that's going to fly. I don't think she's really a red. There's some red-colored wood in her, which is what gave me that initial thought. But I'm thinking she's more of a Wembley or even a Gobo. I don't know. She's kind of fraggly, and that's kind of how I came to have her in my house, was a very, very fraggly kind of way to get to this final step. So I will have to figure out what her name is going to be, and I'll be sure to let you know. I'll post photos of the wheel. If you follow me on Twitter, you may have already seen. I posted a couple pictures, and she's beautiful, and I love her, and it's wonderful. And I just, let me add this again. The price of this wheel will blow you away. It's unbelievably inexpensive for what you get. It does everything. He thought of everything. He's a retired engineer who designed the wheel for his wife and then ended up making more to sell. It's great. The wheel is awesome. I love it. It makes me happy. And it's surprisingly affordable. I don't want to go and, like, I'm not going to give you complete details on the price or anything like that, because I know that since I've, um, since I signed up for the list and he made my wheel, they actually offer more options. Like, my onboard Lazy Kate holds three bobbins, and I think they have the option for a four bobbin Lazy Kate. So, I'm not going to talk about price, but if you go over to the website, you can see for yourself, and... I definitely think it's worth checking out. And that's what's got me all spun Man, up this... <laughs> that's itty bitty. And that's what's got me all spun up this week. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. This is the last installment of pre-drafting. Because this Sunday, I take off and head straight to training in New Jersey. And there's no turning back from there. So this is what I've got going on. In order to get ready for this, like I said, I had to abandon a lot of craft projects because they just were not going to happen. So that was kind of, you know, a little depressing, but I'd much rather spend some quality time with the family than crafting. I mean, I definitely have to get that sweater done or she'll, she'll more to me, especially since I got her sisters done in time. And I really, really, really have been just 
trying to get things organized and packed. I'm so horrible at this. I am such a procrastinator. So today's Friday when I'm recording this. And what we're doing today is we are having a pre... Well, we're having an unbirthday for Itty Bitty. She wanted to have a family birthday party that I could go to before I left. So we're having her unbirthday exactly one month prior to her real birthday. So she's nine, but she'll be turning ten next month. And tonight we're just having family over for steak dinner and cake and things like that. So she's going to have a good time and it's going to be all about her. So that's one of the things I'm doing in advance, getting ready to go. And the rest is just a lot of laundry, organizing, and trying to figure out what to pack. I mean, the uniforms and all that stuff is kind of easy. However, to kind of lighten my load a little bit, I can ship part of that stuff in advance. So I have what they call a tough box, which is like a, pa a plastic footlocker that you can actually send through the mail. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pack a handful of my uniform items that I won't need during training and like cold weather gear. I'm not going to need that while I'm in New Jersey in June at all or in May. So I'm going to send that stuff in advance. And the plan is to weave in some crafty goodness like in the layers of, you know, thermal underwear and heavy wool socks and winter weight boots. I might end up, you know, shoving some sock yarn into my winter weight boots and, you know, smuggling that into my deployment location that way. But other than that, I am going to spend a quiet Saturday with my family and lock the doors so none of the neighbors pop in and just try to mentally prepare for this trip. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really hard. And I, I did want to take a minute to thank you guys for all the support that you've given me so far leading up to this. It is really awesome to have my cyber family out there rooting for me and offering to, you know, send stuff and, and do things for us. And it's fantastic. I love you guys. You're awesome. And I'm going to do my very, very best to continue to podcast on a regular basis while I'm gone. You guys are fantastic. And I wanted you all to know that I did get my address. So if you are interested in getting my mailing address, I know a lot of you have contacted me asking for it. Feel free to send me a private message or an email or contact me on Ravelry so I can send it to you. I'm not going to publish it online, you know, for operational security purposes, but I can send it to you in private messages if you're interested. A lot of folks have asked me, you know, what I would need for care packages and that kind of stuff, but there's no real way to tell if I'm going to need sunscreen because I don't know what kind of stuff they already have there. Right now, the only thing I know that they're not going to have is yarn and fiber. <laughs> But other than that, I will let you guys know if I need anything in particular in my duty location. All right, guys, that is it for pre-drafting. And in the next installment, we'll be at episode 50. And I guess we'll start getting this deployment spinning. It looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. As I said in the beginning, you'll have to excuse any audio quality that may not be up to par in this episode. I kind of got a cold, which totally stinks, because, you know, like two days before I'm ready to depart, I get like the worst head cold ever. That is so like me and my immune system, huh? To sabotage myself like that. So I know that my voice is kind of scratchy and scratchy, but I definitely did not want to skip recording. 
and leave you guys hanging. And because of my limited time, I may be in kind of a huff when it comes to editing this. So I hope that it is not like the worst episode ever. We will just have to see. And I have not selected a song at all. It, I don't even have anything that my mood would strike me. So something musical will start happening any minute now. And in the meantime, get the show notes and the details about this episode at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at ajoyfulgirlknits at gmail.com. Catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl or follow me on Twitter as a joyful girl maid. Oh, I wanted to add that between now and like June 1st-ish, I will still have like relatively regular access to American texting and the interwebs and Ravelry and all of that stuff before I depart the country and won't actually know what kind of access I'm going to have. So I look forward to hearing from everybody and wish me luck. Thanks again, guys. I'll talk to you soon. You saw it.